0: Bu Tata once said, traveling, it leaves you speechless then turns you into a storyteller. I'm Road. I'm Jen. Let's, Let's see, see if, if you can, can relate.
1: relate. Who Tata? <laughs> my <Butata>. Tata? <laughs> Bu Tata. So bootata and my Tata?
0: Not your Tata, just bootata. Kuna Matata? <laughs> How are you?
1: I'm doing well, much better now that you're hanging out with me.
0: <laughs> Did you have... Um, an eventful week did you get to your bliss point
1: that's a personal question
0: <laughs> excuse
1: actually, you actually it's literally
0: part of our podcast name.
1: no i no, <laughs> i did not but i i will tell you when we get to the segment um that i at least did uh talk and compliment one person i didn't touch them because i was like oh no
0: but okay. we'll talk about that later spoiler alert i sucked sucked what shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get to Bliss Point, do you mind if I lay some knowledge on you about traveling? Please do. Did you know, scientifically proven, traveling makes you happier? Supposedly there was some study that happened, I don't know if it was one of the lofty schools, did Mm -hmm. a study, and it says that within the first couple of days of traveling, 89% people report significant drops of stress level.
1: I could totally agree with that, I especially because we're such a working society that as soon as you travel, it's like escapism. It's like as soon as you leave to the airport, you're Mm -hmm. like a different
0: person. Yep. (laughs) I feel like you could either, it'll go one or two ways. It'll either help you kind of get out of your day-to-day mm-hmm. and then you kind of do this escape thing. Or if, if you're like family and there's like a lot of you, it just stresses you out more. You have like the kids and the parents True. and all this other stuff. So I think it, it sometimes could depend too on the, um, the circumstances of your travel. If uh, it wasn't clear, we're going to talk about travel today So I know I personally like to travel mostly for more pleasure than work, but Mm -hmm. we both travel for work um, Mm -hmm. sometimes. Uh, What do you find to be the difference for you? I mean, I I think it's a world of difference, but what do you find to be the difference for you when you're preparing to travel for work versus when you're preparing to travel for pleasure?
1: (sighs) Work traveling is always stressful. First off, way more than vacation travel um, because your job depends on it, you know, you have to do, you have to be prepared. So um, for me, because I do a lot of event planning for clients like Lunch and Learns, I have to make sure the guest list is up to date. I have to make sure the venue is good. There's no hiccups. Um, Everybody has instructions, details how to get there. So there's a lot of prepping that goes with that. I feel like when you're traveling for pleasure, the most of the prepping is um, fun because it's like, what am I going to do? Where mm-hmm. am I going to go versus like, oh, I have to worry about other people involved because yeah. there's other variables. Unless you're obviously traveling traveling with, um, like you said, the d- type of company. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean… Anything work-related always puts a damper on something, yeah, <laughs> no matter what.
0: Like it's it's hard. I know some people, they can do the work-related traveling where, you know, they'll go in a couple of days earlier or at least a day earlier so they could enjoy themselves, then do the work, and then maybe stay a little bit later. Yes. Um, especially if you're going to, like, a different city or somewhere far away. I always find that to be very difficult because, first, you... Personally, I almost never actually want to go wherever it is they're, they're trying to send me. Yeah, Mostly because I know I'm going to have to sit in a room for 8 to 10 hours with a bunch of people and then have dinner with them, if even if I don't want to. So it's always very much a double-edged sword of, I love to travel, but I really wish they'd just leave me alone so I could stay home. <laughs> so it's never like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get to travel for work. Mm. What should I do while I'm there? Um, So that's always difficult for me with work travel. Uh, And then the positive side of work travel, if you can manage the uh, getting there early, doing some stuff on the side, is it's all paid for. Right. So I'm about that life.
1: I think that that's the best way to finesse work travel is having them send – let's say they send you somewhere you do – you don't mind being Mm – in that destination and then extending the trip so that way it's half work half play but the ticket is round trip and it's still technically bought by your company and then maybe you just have to expense you know have to worry about your own stay and not Mm -hmm. expense that I feel like that's kind of a good way and I feel like a lot of people do that as well so there's there's good things to doing it if I were to do it it would take time, obviously, do do I have to do during the week for work, extend the trip during a weekend, and then if I know people in that area, yeah. then then make Same arrangements yep. to hang out with them.
0: I think yeah, that's um, there was a BuzzFeed article that cited that as one of the ways to how to manage traveling, mm-hmm. uh, having a job where you can travel and then book it, uh, adding it on to, to mm-hmm. that piece, or uh, even having a job that basically sends you someplace, some consultant type work. We'll send you someplace oh. for, like, six months for a project, and then you come back, and, like, three months for a different project, and then you come back. So that, I think, might be interesting rather than, like, three or four days because you have to be in a meeting for three hours or six hours. I think
1: – so one of our ex-bosses, actually, I remember, he sent an article – I'm pretty sure this was Ray – where he was saying, you can go and take care of these cats on some island. Oh, yeah. And then you can live on the island or something. I think it was Greece.
0: Was it Greece? Because there was like a cat island in Greece or something like that. Yeah, it was like a
1: ton of cats. Mm -hmm. But that's all you did was just take care of the cats. But technically, you could stay for free. Yeah, I guess maybe it was either a sanctuary or the the owners weren't there. And so they were literally you're just house sitting, but Mm -hmm. you're in another country, which is
0: that's kind of cool. Yeah. So there's there's opportunities like that. Yeah, there's a few other types of things that they could. um, I think you are the one that was mentioning or maybe somebody else. I was mentioning the opportunities to um, go teach like overseas, like English as a second language. And then Mm -hmm. for the most part, like they will pay for most of your expenses, Mm -hmm. um, pay for your schooling or I'm sorry, for your uh, stay. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think they pay for your food, but like the ma- the majority pay, of the yeah. expenses are paid for except for like your daily living expenses. So that's another good way. And then volunteering, yeah. I think, was another one that I forget if it was you that yeah. mentioned um, you didn't have a volunteer opportunity to go overseas or uh, work in a different country.
1: I know. I wish I had taken time out of college before I got a job to do that because mm-hmm. then I feel like you have more opportunity. And I was talking to my mom the other day because I was asking her about Going to Asia because I wanted to go to Asia and, and kind of backpack there because it's cheaper mm-hmm. to do it. And I was saying, yeah, maybe, you know, I have fam- we have family in Philippines. I could start in Philippines and maybe I could, you know, either stay with family and I can teach English there. And literally my mom just gets so offended and she's just like, we don't need you to teach us. <laughs> English, everybody knows already how to speak English over there. I was like, Oh, well, my bad. Well, maybe I can go to Japan or somewhere else. I don't know. But well,
0: the point is that there are kids like in a school that might be learning English, and they always yeah. want like English speakers that can actually come in and act to, I know. to I show. Like, <laughs> well,
1: my bad. I was like, Well, my bad, mom. But and and I'm um, like, Keep your
0: fancy English to <laughs> yourself. We've got this.
1: Yeah, I was like, well, never mind. I guess I'll start somewhere <laughs> else then.
0: But Let's that's start a there, but don't tell her about it. <laughs> and then one of what was the other one? Oh, I know one. Uh, the guy that I met last week in my Bliss Point mm. segment, he was mentioning that uh, he took a job on a cruise ship. So that's another way oh, you could also travel that's too. A, that's so mm-hmm. true because you I stay people, on yeah. the cruise ship for like three to six months mm-hmm. at a time um, while you rotate and then they rotate you out and a new crew comes in but you'll be there like the entire the entire cruise. Uh, it's a lot of work but it's a lot of work and I feel like
1: for single men it's like better because the people that I know that have done that mm-hmm. all they did was like hook up with Taurus. <laughs> like that's pretty much all they did. It's part of the job but description. <laughs> I was like wait what? But yeah, I don't know if I can do it on a cruise. I'm too. I don't know. I feel like I'm hardworking, but I can't. I don't. It depends what cruise, then. Yeah. Not like the. I feel like carnival cruise. They're kinda, extra. They're a little yeah. extra.
0: Well, it also depends on what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not a good bartender, so I probably couldn't do that. But any of the the service level parts, like in the um, the diners, or yeah, I couldn't do any of them. You gotta you,
1: dance. Uh, you know how they did the little dances? Yeah, no. Those little
0: routines? I'm not doing that, first of all. <laughs> but, like, you have to flip everything around so quickly. You always have to have a smile yeah. on your face, be available, putting the food uh, out, putting the food back, putting the food out again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, people, when they get on these cruise ships, especially like some of the carnival cruise ships, mm-hmm. they just be ratchet for no reason.
1: They're like, I paid a whole $200 <laughs> for three days. I want to get everything. I want to foot massage. I want you to That's bow down to me. when I. It's crazy how much people expect from like packaged mm-hmm. uh, deals.
0: Well, it's part of like, why do you travel, right? Because mm-hmm. they're expecting like luxury or they're expecting to just relax and have somebody mm-hmm. else take care of everything. And it's like, I understand that. But again, it was $200 commutes. Yeah.
1: Get their money's worth. It was like, you better get two chocolate covered pineapples then. <laughs> like when they have those little, the food. That's why everybody gets gained so much weight. It's yep. like, they're like, I'm not going to have this free burger again. You know, <laughs> let's down five. Like, I feel like they, everybody goes a little extra. I mean, I have gone extra too sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever like. Taken anything though, like they don't really give you anything to take home. No, not really. It's just mostly you get your money's worth in food, and then obviously you stay. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to what I like about it is you don't have to drive anywhere if you're like drinking because drinks also are not included,
0: right? (laughs) No, but you can do the the drink package, right? Sometimes that's uh, that depending on how much you're planning on drinking, you could get your money's worth that way. True. So I know for work. Obviously for vacationing, we already went through some of the statistics on how Mm -hmm. vacations, uh, yeah, you're happier after like the first day, the minute you step off and you decide to go on vacation. Uh, why else do you personally travel?
1: For me, I feel like I don't want to, like, die without seeing different parts of the world because no. I just can't imagine being stuck in the same place. And even if I am primarily living, in, in, I feel like traveling for fun, but I still like having a home, yeah. you know? I, still, I don't want to necessarily be, like, gypsy where mm-hmm. I'm, like... Like my sister. My sister is a gypsy right now. Like She's travel nursing, so she's always going from one contract to the next. And one city and country to the next. And there are perks with that, but you never feel like at home you don't have your own community Mm -hmm. so I think personally for me I like staying grounded in that way Mm -hmm. but the reasons I like to travel is because I see a different perspective I kind of see how different people think in different areas kind of how the culture is I mean a lot of my traveling is within the southeast so it's all within the United States but even still like there's so much different different cultures in different cities and how they do certain things but I'm not gonna lie like I've said this before to other people that I've talked to about travel. When you go to a city in particular, I actually purposely do things that are not so touristy. Yeah. You know, I do unique, different types of local kind Mm -hmm. of things. Because when I get to different cities, I'm telling you right now, I feel like if you see one, you've seen them all. They all look the same. Mm -hmm. They all have a skyscraper. They all have a building that's not done yet. They have, (laughs) you know, like... Their
0: traditional, you know, tallest building. Yeah. I don't know. Downtown like, area, the, the bar same. area. Exactly. Um, yeah, no, I always like to, especially if, I've, if I I if it's the first time I'm in a place, I like to do some of the touristy things just to be like, okay, I, I've been yeah. there. But that's like day one. After that, True. it's all like just me getting lost and finding random things. And people would be like, well, did you go here? I'm like, no, but I found this random street mm-hmm. that had like all the street art and there was a fire pit going on in the yeah. middle of the street and That's people awesome. were dancing. Um, so I always like to find something different just by walking around and talking to people and seeing just what's local in the area. Yeah. Always going to like parks because they always put like little fairs and stuff. And at at little yeah. state parks or local parks where where you go, so um, I always like to to do those types of things. Yeah, but I agree, like trying to have an adventure, finding yourself are great reasons uh, to travel. You know what I was
1: just thinking about when like when we were talking about local stuff. Remember mm-hmm. when we were in New York and we got off the wrong train stop or the <laughs> yeah. stop? And first of all, we don't look like. I, we we look really touristy. Apparently, I do. And Ro does not. Because everybody kept asking her for directions. I'm like, maybe she just has like this resting bitch face the whole time and just looks like a New Yorker. Because literally, and she would answer, like, she lived there. I was and you're like, like,
0: did you know what you're saying? I'm like, no. What if they got lost? I yeah, don't they're care. like, hey, they're not gonna come back to me.
1: That happened like five times. we are like, hey, do you know where? Like, tourist people will come up to Rome and be like, hey, do you know where blah 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 building is? And you're like, yeah, yeah, just go down to 31st Street and I'm <laughs> talking all. This. I'm like, wow. I was like, wait, so you remember living here because you were living there before? Yeah, I did live there. And she's
0: like, no, I don't. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, okay. I felt like if I. If I just thought about it a little bit, it, it felt like the correct direction. Like, they're like, oh, okay, how do I get to 34th Street? I'm like, well, it's just past 33rd Street. Just yeah. go down that way. It seemed logical to me. I wasn't trying to get them lost, but if they got lost, yeah. I, I didn't have anything for them. It,
1: it sounded good, though. And and um, it was too funny, though, because we were on the train, and they obviously have, like, maps on these trains. So <laughs> we're literally, like going through the map we're like oh we're like independent women we don't need help like you know so we tried not to ask people for a long time and we were like literally looking at the and then what messed us up was that we didn't know that multiple trains could run on multiple yeah uh learning experiences uh, man tracks yep we're like wait but why is there two d's this D track what (laughs) and we're like oh shit we're like just ask that girl right there (laughs) <laughs> I will say that if you
0: hadn't asked her, we I would have just been like, you know what, we'll figure this we'll out be, eventually. We'll be on that train for like, like three a days.
1: Gig. Girl. That was fun. I'm not gonna lie. It was fun. And we did Airbnb. So we stayed in like Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So I felt very local, because it was very Caribbean yeah. kind of vibe. And it was Really cool. And then
0: we got lost trying to find the train again, and we found oh, that God. little Caribbean spot that had the the vegan patties for oh, breakfast, and we were there girl. every morning, yeah, because they were magic. Um, they were not. Hospitable at all. There was another one where you were just you're standing there like waiting for them. I'm like, excuse me, can you please?
1: Has anybody had the same issue in New York City when you're trying to order something and obviously there's nobody in the store and you're just staring and then literally (laughs) they look at you and they don't say anything
0: and I'm like, like, if you want something, you should ask. I know.
1: (laughs) And I'm just saying they're smiling, like getting ready to be like, oh, you know what, like waiting for them to ask me what do I want or what what they can help me with. I was like, Ro, can you order for me? Because apparently they don't know I exist. They were just not about it. But they were fine with you. I feel like I'm telling you, they know that you used to live there. or You have some New York in your blood still. I don't know.
0: I just walked in and I was looking at the menu and then he looked at me and then I looked at him and then he was like, okay, I guess she'll, she'll oh, tell me when she needs something. And then when I figured out what was on the menu, I was like, can I just have, and he was like, yeah, sure. I was just like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, do, tough. I do have a resting bitch face. So that might have (laughs) been, they might have just thought I was a New Yorker. I don't know.
1: Yeah. New York is interesting. I feel like that is another city that you can visit multiple times and do so many different things because of how diverse it is. Yeah. Um,
0: You could stay in one block for like a good week Mm -hmm. and come back later on and go two blocks over and be like a complete different experience. Completely different, which is pretty cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the other place you were in recently that I like to visit as well is um, New Orleans. Yes, New, New Orleans, Orleans is super fun, pretty cool.
1: Yeah, there was a lot of cool things. That was a perfect example of I had uh, our sales kickoff there. Mm-hmm. I extended the trip through the weekend. Mm-hmm. Met up with some friends, including my sister, actually came and visited, and so we did a bunch of touristy things because I feel like when it comes to New Orleans, like that city is a t- is tourist central yeah i feel like that's what they thrive on but the type of tourists still very like the events and the vibe is still very unique because mm-hmm. they have the cemeteries they have the um the music that yeah. you know frenchman street and then bourbon street is just a hot, hot mess, mess. <laughs> i will ne- oh no i'm i this is how you know we're getting old because i cannot Who's with so bourbon sweet? street <laughs> Okay, spent two nights at Bourbon Street. Our hotel was right by Bourbon Street. So people literally could not sleep because people were coming back to their hotel at 10 and o'clock I, in the morning. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Drunk. I'd be getting up because I think when I was there, we stayed in the business district. Mm-hmm. So it was, we walked to Bourbon Street. So we'd be getting up in the morning to like go to Frenchmen and mm-hmm. like just walk around and feel the vibe and whatnot and we'll pass through bourbon street. And there are people coming out of the strip club yeah. at like eight o'clock in the morning when we're getting breakfast. I'm like, what are you doing? Yep. Did you just get in there or have you been in there all night and you're just getting out? This is ridiculous. It's th- it's definitely wild
1: over there. It's a very unique city. I highly recommend and I would totally go back again. Yeah. I would just be wary um, if you do Airbnb to make sure that, you know, you're staying in a safe area because new orleans is one of the most dangerous cities mm-hmm. too well
0: i feel like wh- wherever you're going it's just good to be aware of where you're staying um yeah w- what your surroundings are because uh traveling is especially us being two females uh, wherever we go it's just it's difficult sometimes to just travel alone um which is inter- another piece too because i know for the longest time um, I didn't like to travel alone anywhere, even if it yeah. was within the United States, the Southeast where we live anyway, mm-hmm. but the past two years or so, especially since we started traveling for work, I think I've gotten out of my shell a little bit and oh, yeah. I'm perfectly comfortable just, you know, getting on a plane tomorrow and be like, Hey, there's hundred dollar uh, round trip ticket to someplace in the United States. I don't care where it is. I haven't been there. Yeah. I'm booking that flight and going by myself. So I think that is a difference from when I was in college and I was just like, hey, I need somebody to go with me and I need to travel with somebody and then getting into the real world and just being able to travel by yourself a little bit.
1: It's not as scary as people make it out to be because, of course, it is dangerous. But I think actually living in your city could be just as dangerous dangerous because you're because you're familiar with the area your guard is a little bit lower but when yeah. you're traveling naturally you know you're going to be more self aware hopefully mm-hmm. you're going to be more careful so when i first did my first solo trip it was to toronto and that's when i did that airbnb there but it was like kind of a shared thing mm-hmm. and i met people through friends like what i what i think is the key too i think going on your own and doing things is great but i think also if you know a friend of a friend that lives there or something and then having somebody local to just kind of show you around That's true. or um you know obviously if if it's not too much to ask sometimes they can because normally people are very open like especially yeah. if you have like let's say if we ever wanted to go to seattle we mm-hmm. had a britcher like i'm pretty sure he would like hang out with us even though we haven't like talked to him in a long time yeah. i feel like it's kind of a good idea to keep those connections somewhat um so that way, if you are in a certain city or in a certain town, at least you know somebody locally, too. Also for safety reasons. Yeah. If something were to happen, you don't know anybody. At least you know somebody. One person, yeah,
0: yeah, that you can actually lean on. Um, Which brings, because Toronto is kind of out of... It's Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> is a different country altogether. Yeah. So that was the next thing, because it's fine to travel within the states. You know, you have your cell phone, yeah, you know, everything's magic. But once you start going out of the states and mm-hmm. to a different country overseas and whatnot, I feel like then, even now, I'm still very hesitant to do that by myself. Um yeah. I did Um, Niagara Falls by myself but I feel like that was just right on the border and it's Canada. Everybody's nice in Canada. Exactly. I feel (laughs) like Canada
1: is always a little bit like better. It's a good start. Yeah. Like if you want to travel Everybody speaks English. Yeah, Yeah, Everybody. But I'm not going to lie when I was traveling I think I went to they have so Toronto has like islands Mm -hmm. and you can go to these islands that I didn't even know existed. And so when I was traveling there I didn't have my data. That's the thing. Exactly.
0: Because you're in a different country. I would
1: have to stop by each Tim Hortons to go (laughs) see where the hell I am. And I was walking 22,000 steps a day. It was, it's definitely a walking city. I didn't, (laughs) there was this point where I was like, I'm so tired. I want to like try this bus. Mm -hmm. And they have those like buses. I wish I did my research on those because it would have saved me so much money, but I didn't know that you had to prepay before you go on. Mm -hmm. Cause I think you get either like these coins or like sometimes a receipt. Um, But you can't – or actually, I don't think you can pay in coins. I think you have to pay with something else. Yeah. Anyways, I was on there and on there. I'm like, wait, I think I missed my stop. And I'm just like, all right, I have some change. And then I'm like, so where do we pay? They're like, oh, you prepay and then you get these little thingies. And I'm just like, oh, shit, I didn't pay. And this couple, they were like, oh, you didn't? They're like, oh, you're fine. Today's like really busy. Like he won't even know and he's acting like a total dick today. So you're fine. (laughs) I'm just like, what? They're like, so how just did you get even off. get on without paying? So it's, um, I think there was just too many people getting on mm-hmm. and I just kind of snuck in, but I honestly <laughs> didn't realize like how to pay until I was like getting, yeah. so I was like, oh, I'm, I should be getting off soon. Like, let me see, how do I pay? And then I, I totally screwed it up mm-hmm. and this couple was like trying to help me. And they're even trying to like hide me from the rear view mirror of like the <laughs> bus driver. And he, they were like, all right, when, this next stop, just jump off, just jump off. I was like, what? what? So literally he stops he opens the door nobody gets off and i'm just like and i just dash. And dash out of there and i'm just like looking and i'm like is he following is he like gonna yell at me oh you know because i'm just thinking like oh i'm gonna get in trouble i'm gonna get arrested or something again it's canada Everybody's I nice in Canada. oh no they went on his way <laughs> he, he he didn't even realize but i was in a place i didn't know and i was like mm-hmm. crap and so i had to find my way home thankfully i i was okay like the only thing is is now that I look back at it, there were instances where I was kind of alone in certain blocks. Mm-hmm. And obviously, anything can happen to anybody. But if somebody at the wrong – if I was at the wrong place and wrong time, somebody could just pull up in a van and had two people grab me and then yeah. that's it. There are cases where it's not public at mm-hmm. all because I didn't know where I was. Yeah. So that obviously, thank goodness nothing happened, but I obviously wouldn't make that mistake again. I would try to stay heavily populated, maybe do more research on the transportations that they have. So I don't know.
0: That's one thing I'm really bad at. And one of the reasons why um, I'm not too wild about going to different countries by myself, because I'm Mm -hmm. really bad at not going to random places because every random places are the ones that look fun so there's uh-huh. always like, like when I went to Nashville I went by myself I went for uh four or five days and I saw this really cool spot it, I forget what it was called but it was like it wasn't a downtownish area but it was like an up-and-coming kind of neighborhood and it had like mm. all these nice little restaurants and bars and like artsy things so where I was staying at my Airbnb was in music row and mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, it's just on the other side of the college.
1: Mm-hmm. It
0: should only take me like 20 minutes to walk there. Ooh, 20 minutes is a little longer. Girl. I was, I was probably walking. Yeah. Um. So I'm like, you know, 15, 20 minutes, I should be able to get there, you know, see the scene. But it was like six or seven o'clock at night. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, I feel like this is dinner time. So I went out. Mm-hmm. Then I was going by, by the college or the university um, I stopped by to this cute little restaurant to eat, and then I walked over there, and it was cute. There was, like, music on the side of the streets. It was in Nashville, so there was music everywhere. Oh, yeah. And I was just walking around, and I'm like, it's God dang 10 o'clock at night. Oh. And I need to now walk past this university, through this dang block, past this yeah. weird-looking forest place to get back into music row. And I'm just like, well, you know, I'm just... I mean, I guess I could have just called an just Uber Lyft, too yeah, just <laughs> like, Lyft and Uber. but I was just like, no, I know where I'm at, and I just walked it and for the entire like fifteen to twenty minutes at ten thirty at night, yeah, no. and I got there at, like eleven thirty. I did not pass another soul, like there was one <gasps> person that was like in the off in the distance, and I was just like staring at him and like have my phone out and ready just in case yeah. And he just went off his way, and I just went on my way. You just I'm run like, home. I <laughs> need to stop doing this. <laughs>
1: I know. See, that's the things that I think we shouldn't um, downplay is like if we're alone and it's nighttime and we're walking by ourselves. And the good thing is, is I feel like we're mature enough not to be, let's say you went out and you drank yeah, and then you're going home drunk. No, no, no. Did you hear about that story about Otto Warmbier? So the story of Otto Warmbier is about this all-American kid um, who traveled in Asia Mm -hmm. and he was in South Korea, I think. And then took an offer to go to North Korea Mm -hmm. and they kind of marketed as places that your mother doesn't want you to go. Mm -hmm. So I think that intrigued him. So him and his group go to this hotel and apparently that hotel doesn't have a fifth floor. Yes. So he started getting very curious and I guess his friends were like, Oh, let's go to the fifth floor. So somehow they were able to get to the fifth floor and it was really creepy because there were, like, these murals and paintings mm-hmm. of, like, Korea and, like, the regime that mm-hmm. was going on. They had a picture of, like, a bomb with mm-hmm. the USA written on it. It was just really crazy stuff. And so the next day, they go to the airport. He's actually getting ready to fly back to America mm-hmm. where he gets um, arrested. Mm-hmm. Or not arrested, but detained or mm-hmm. just... Officers come and say, oh, come with us. Yeah. And his friend from Europe is like, oh, this is the last time we're going to see you, mate. Yeah. You know, and he's just like, laughing and Otto's like, ha ha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so. So literally two days after he's on trial and he was accused and of stealing propaganda poster. Yeah. So they have this video surveillance of somebody stealing some of the propaganda from that floor. Mm-hmm. The problem with the video is that it's very grainy and you can't see who it is. Mm-hmm. One, his trial lasted for an hour, which is very strange. He had no representation, nothing. Um, um, it was very strange because he had a confession. He mm-hmm. did confess to stealing the poster, but the confession was very strange because it sounded one scripted. Mm-hmm. And then two, he was talking about how he stole it for a Methodist church and that it was part of some secret society. And a lot of people that know him were like, he's not part of a Methodist church. Yeah. Like, What the hell? So, none of it makes sense. Mm -hmm. None of it. So, it gets even weirder. I can't imagine. So, he gets charged for stealing the propaganda poster, Mm -hmm. you know, because North Korea is like, look at these Americans spitting on our regime, Mm -hmm. whatever, thinking this is a joke. Charges him with 15 years of labor. What? he ends up doing 17 months of North Korea prison. Mm-hmm. He gets accused and charged. And it's so sad because the video of his trial, like, he's, like, sobbing mm-hmm. and crying. Like, it's really, really, really sad. And so he does his time, uh, seven, 17 months of it, and then finally North Korea. And this, what sucks about it is that his parents at the time didn't know what the hell was happening. Yeah. They couldn't visit him. They had no communication with him. They weren't allowing him to be. Yeah. You know, you're arrested in another country. That's like the biggest nightmare you yep. could even go through. Finally, North Korea returns him. 22 years old. He returns him back to his family in Cincinnati, Ohio. Mm-hmm. He's in a coma. What? He's in a coma. And he dies the next day. What? When he gets back. And so his family is like devastated, they're you know calling North Korea terrorists, mm-hmm. they're saying like you tortured him, you killed mm-hmm. him. The weird part of the story is that I mean every part of the story everything is everything weird. is weird. Everything is weird. The floor, how did they why they you know going to the fifth floor, the video, his confession, mm-hmm. like the whole thing is just really wonky. Mm-hmm. And so They had said, North Korea had said, oh, he was in a coma because he took sleeping pills or something and we were trying to like take care of him and whatever in our care, but he ended up getting into a coma because something happened with that. But they couldn't find like the correlation. They also feel like he was tortured, but they didn't find any broken bones or Mm -hmm. bruises. The only thing was, was that his teeth were kind of messed up Mm -hmm. and then pieces of his brain were like deteriorated. What? Like pieces of his brain. They don't know like maybe it was like mental like mm-hmm. torture i don't i don't know but who knows what that kid went through and it's sad because you see videos of him right before like going to the hotel like they were the group that went on that tour to mm-hmm. north korea they were like throwing snowball like snow at the camera mm-hmm. and like he was hanging out with everyone and then i saw footage of them going through that creepy thing they're like dude this is crazy yeah. you know like oh my god you know but that's just like a like a I don't want to say an American thing to do, but we're very curious. We're like, you know, if they're like, don't push this red button, we're oh, like, we're pushing Ooh. the red right button.
0: That's the first thing we're doing. Right.
1: <laughs> like, it sounds like every horror movie, right? Like, yeah. Like, oh, the fifth floor. Let's sneak into the fifth floor. They make it there, but he... So technically, he gets arrested for stealing a poster.
0: hmm And... Stealing a poster worth 15 prison. years. 15 years. That's crazy. They
1: don't play. So, so this is what... The whole point was just kind of to review, you know... If you're in another country, if Mm -hmm. you don't know the culture, if you don't know what you're doing, you could get if you accidentally if you were framed for stealing something. What are you going to do? Like he had no representation, Mm -hmm. he had no other communication with anybody. The people in his tour, they were told that they're like, oh, he just had to do something, and so they're like, okay, so everybody went back home, you know, to their own countries, Mm -hmm. and leaving him there, and his family can't get in contact with him. 22 years. He was, like, homecoming king in his, like, high school. And it was just so... rough. So so sad. It's a very strange, strange story. And that, I mean, Was that recent?
0: You said it was in the news?
1: It was in 2015 that he got arrested. And Mm -hmm. I think I saw his mom on the news the other day. And she was, like, crying and Mm -hmm. talking about it. Because I think Trump recently went to... Uh, North Korea and like come out with the guy Mm -hmm. and stuff Mm -hmm. so I think there was some correlation with that and I was like wait what's going on I was watching it with my parents this past weekend and my mom's like oh yeah he stole a poster and got arrested in North Korea and I was like what and they're like yeah and then they sent him back in a coma and he's dead a day later I'm like what
0: I'm like, let me do some digging into this. So, yeah. Have
1: you ever done that? Like you hear something or you see something oh, and, yeah. li- and then
0: you just go and you just dive. You're just hours. like, oh, no, no, no. I need to figure out what the hell this is all I'm, about. I'm like watching this whole documentary.
1: <laughs> like, because I'm like, can you imagine being in your 20s and just trying to... He Like the day... He- he was. He thought that he was just on vacation. Yeah, that he's having a good time. He never in a million years, even if he did steal that poster, which I don't think he did, because that again, that videotape was very, very suspect. Yeah, and getting, let's say, framed for something mm-hmm. in another country. Now you have to go to prison in that country, especially in a country that does not is not favorable to Americans. Yeah. They don't like Americans. He probably got all kinds of tortured, but in in other ways that maybe they did it in ways that he wouldn't physically mm-hmm. get, you know.
0: But I mean, don't. and then on top of that too, if they're planning on keeping him for like 15 years or whatever, like you don't even know what Ooh! they could have. 15 years. I, I can't even imagine. Like that, I, I can't imagine. Well, I guess there are like, because if they take somebody hostage or like prisoners of war and stuff, there's plenty of times where with like North Korea and some of the countries that we're not friendly with, that mm-hmm. it's like impossible to get people back because I remember I don't remember maybe it was like 2012 there was a group of um, of reporters mm-hmm. that went to I want to say it was one of the Korea I think it was North Korea I forget they went
1: they, they can, they've taken yeah some and
0: then they 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 took some, the journalists and they, they didn't send them back for like oh. years and years. So, that's terrifying. I know.
1: That's that's the one thing that I think is my biggest fear is going to another country and being kidnapped, sex trafficked or mm-hmm. something like that. And and nobody can contact you, nobody knows where you are. they've taken your passport, they've taken it, you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, now and what it, the hell do you do?
0: And the thing too is, you know, we're talking about traveling alone and that's dangerous and stuff. But I mean, even if you're with somebody, if I go to North Korea yeah. with you and they take me, like, well, you can't do anything about it.
1: Right. Like, you're right.
0: not you're not you know, government official, you don't know the culture any more than I do. So other than letting people know that, hey, you know, she got taken. Right. You're you're still screwed.
1: I mean, I'm not going to lie. For them to be in North Korea at that time, Mm -hmm. because it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. And then to sneak to the fifth floor, like they got balls because I in my hardest heart would be like, not tonight. <laughs> you guys Look, have fun.
0: If I was in Canada, yeah, let's go ahead sneak up yeah. to sneak to the fifth floor all day long. But in North Korea, no. Yeah, in Canada there no, like it will be like some like underground party. They're like, hey, <laughs> what's, what's going on? Everybody get eating poutine and whatnot. Exactly. But not in North Korea. Nobody ate eating no damn poutine.
1: I'm not going to North Korea. No. <laughs>
0: I don't think I'll go to Russia.
1: <laughs> yeah, not, I, not for a really long time. I don't time. think I'll go to. I don't even think I'll visit Pakistan. That's like my mm-hmm. my my. have family there. Yeah. I don't think I'd even go there. I just. I don't know a hundred percent if it's safe, and if it is, I would do tons of research on that area, yeah. primarily where I'll, where I'll be staying. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, Canada.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just taking it to Canada. <laughs> yeah, I, even when I went. When I went to Greece and the whole place is beautiful. But even with that, it's like, you know, it's tiny little islands. Yeah. It's a different culture. They're bankrupt every other minute. Like, you don't know. You don't know what's going on in the underground.
1: Did I tell you? I I think I told you this, but I'll recap for people listening. But when Christine was in Alaska, Mm -hmm.
0: what happened? So I remember she called. And I remember she had the neighbor with the y- weird stuff in her yard, yeah, or in their yard. Was there something else? So this is a little
1: different. She said that in the news she had read or she saw in the news that.
0: Sorry. So is your sister. Sister. Yeah, my sister. <laughs> she's
1: a travel nurse right now. She's in Alaska. She's in Sitka, Alaska, mm-hmm. and it's a small town. Every horror movie. And so, she was just telling me the other day how there was this guy who was on a boat, and they're so if. So there's certain parts to Alaska where you just don't go. Mm-hmm. Like the, everybody knows not to go because there's like tribes there. Yeah. There's like people who are legit, they're in tribes, they don't have technology, mm-hmm. they speak their own language, they're that hardcore very primitive. Tribe.
0: Yeah.
1: And so people people just don't don't go there. So, anyways, this guy got lost on his boat. He was gonna go visit some friends. Mm-hmm. He got lost, his boat crashed. Oh boy. He came across the tribal people. Oh boy. And so they he was trying to get them to help. Him Mm -hmm. and he didn't really have anything to give Mm -hmm. as payment or anything, so he gave them alcohol. He's like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I have alcohol, Mm -hmm. like, here, here's alcohol. So he gives them alcohol. Here's the thing. The tribal people, I guess, are not familiar with that type of alcohol, or not familiar with alcohol. Mm-hmm. So they didn't know what it was. So when they drank it, they oh, thought boy. that he was like poisoning them or doing something to them mentally, or because like,
0: they're like feeling,
1: yeah. they're like, "What dizzy is it?" and all kinds mm-hmm. of. They're like they they don't trust it, so they scalp him. Oh, alive! They scalp him. He's dead now. Oh boy. And I don't know how they found him or what how the story surfaced, but I think you know his friends were worried because he was missing and I think mm-hmm. eventually they found his body. Mhm. Girl, they're scalping people in 2019.
0: <laughs> Do you understand? Is this not the new millennium. <laughs> they understand.
1: are scalping people. They scalped him. And well, this was not that far from where Christine lives. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, why are you still there? <laughs> Please come home. She's already living in a creepy place. There's a ton of racism there. Oh, man. There's like a handful of black people. She's like, Roger, don't come.
0: <laughs> because he wants to visit her. But not not in this place,
1: <laughs> but they're super racist. And they're also racist against locals mm-hmm. because there's like this battle going on with like who came here first and stuff. Oh, man, It's just a lot of. Yeah. And she says there's a lot of like redneck mm-hmm. people there. There's a lot of all kinds of. I don't know, but it it's wild. And this is in Alaska.
0: I thought what I had what I had thought was going to happen was we're going to have some lighthearted fun (laughs) about traveling why we love it and some of the great things that you can do but apparently this was supposed to be a horror story podcast and i was not prepared so maybe we should go ahead to bliss point okay (laughs) okay i can't believe all this
1: oh yeah no it's crazy
0: wow i really was not prepared for all that I'm
1: telling you this is crazy times. We're just preparing you so you can continue to travel yes, and enjoy in a safe way. Yes. Because <laughs> ignorance isn't bliss.
0: <laughs> Getting what I did there? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> bliss point. Right. Yes. So bliss point is is
1: a little bit of salt, a little bit of sweet. Wait, should you introduce yourself and be like, I'm salty? i will be like, i <laughs> So Bliss Point is a term terminology that they use in the food industry to help mix perfect amount of salt and the perfect amount of sweet in order to uh keep you addicted to that mm-hmm. food. So we're using that term in regards to relationships because we both single, we both spinsters. So I'm just saying right now. And don't think we're in twenty nineteen. <laughs> we're working on Trying to just socialize more, meet more people so eventually we can find a husband.
0: Anyways. (laughs) Who's trying to find a husband?
1: Being in that bliss point is being able to keep someone um, addicted to you because I think oftentimes we're either too salty, we're we're too independent, we're too not about it, (laughs) we overanalyze it, no, or we're too sweet. And no, you need to be a little bit of both to be that perfect
0: mix. So, we usually have a bit of a contest or just a few tips and tricks we should try out during the week or during the time that we're apart uh, to come back to each other and have mm-hmm. some dialogue about. Uh, so, last time we talked, we were supposed to practice flirting. Oh, boy. <laughs> and it was supposed to be a touch, a smile, mm-hmm. and a compliment. <laughs>
1: You always forget, but it's okay. I still love you. i don't compliment, people.
0: We're supposed to pick three people right. throughout the week. My, my parents don't count. Not <laughs> flirting <laughs> with my parents. So, no, they don't count. Also, nobody counted because I didn't do this with anybody. Oh, I God. told you. I saw. Okay, oh, I, didn't, I didn't either because I went to see my parents. So what the yeah. hell am
1: I supposed to do? I didn't see anybody from my parents. And I watched Sabrina the whole time. <laughs>
0: The whole week. Um, okay. So, uh, Flirting 101 F minus.
1: What? <laughs> Let's do this. Can you think of a time that you remember when you did compliment, smile and flirt with someone?
0: So, here's the thing, that. right? I've been told I'm a bit of a flirt. I don't know if that's true. I do tend to do a lot of the touching and sitting when on people's I'm laps. Yeah. <laughs> If there's not an- another available chair, if the chair is <laughs> not comfortable, what I, a lab should count as a chair. I mean, if he's not saying anything, I'm not saying anything. I don't know what's the problem. Fair enough. So, yeah. I feel like this happens to me kind of often. So, yeah. That's
1: why that couple wanted to take you home that one time. <laughs> they were like, she's about it. She down. Wait, which couple? Wasn't there like a couple that was like flirting with you or something when we were out one time probably probably one of the Christmas parties I was probably drunk okay so there's a couple okay maybe if we can't specifically remember because half the time we're doing this we're drunk so that's true let's give maybe some tips because I definitely think touch is such a powerful way to Mm kind of show somebody I'm not gonna touch you I don't know why you look at my hands like this but you can touch me all day long okay well then damn (laughs) um Especially women can get away with this a lot, um, easierly. <laughs> Not a word.
0: <laughs> and, Not a word. Um,
1: it's People are going to think we've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, laughing, smiling. Because I think once you kind of show that side of you, guys uh, don't feel as intimidated. Mm-hmm. Because then they feel like you're fun. I feel like a you're lot of men. Bitch face goes down. Right. <laughs> A hundred percent. I feel like they're already – there's already a lot of pressure on men to mm-hmm. approach a woman because rejection is such a big thing, yeah. especially if their friends are around. They mm-hmm. don't want to, like, look dumb in front of their friends because their friends will give them shit for, forever. Yeah. So I think we have to make it easier for them. Um, They don't have to do all the work. Let's say, oh, they – I mean, they can at least – you can show your standard and say, I'm going to have him approach me, but mm-hmm. make it okay for him to approach you by yeah. smiling – looking at him, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of maybe gesturing for him to come over just to make it easier so when he does get there... You're
0: probably going to be like, no,
1: no, I I was
0: (laughs) was definitely gesturing at your friend. Could you please go get him? You do all of it. And then he does all the work. And then at the end of the day, we
1: are still rejecting you. Oh, we're so mean, which is true. Like we are really messed up. We're the same. By the way, guys, like I feel like representing, we can totally say this because I feel like 99% of women do this. We complain about where all the guys. But then when the guys come, we're just like, like, no, not you. I was talking about the other guys. It's so messed up. But, yeah, so, like, smiling, touching, because um, then it kind of gives him more, um, you know, because sometimes we can send mis- mixed signals, like um, you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly, like me. I'm guilty of it, too. Um, but then when I like you, I'll just lick your face. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's not hygienic. I mean, nobody's ever stopped me. Right? <laughs> so the thing is, once you kind of allow yourself to give, you know, give them permission by doing so, I feel like it will take the pressure and then they'll start, you know, flirting back and mm-hmm. then because I feel like if you like someone and you've established sexual tension, I mm-hmm. feel like that's really important because if you don't, then that then you could just be friend zone forever or yeah. you could there's nothing really there to to work on. Mm-hmm. And it's not just all about se- sexual tension, but initially, you know, physical yeah. attraction, chemistry. You can have that with anybody, but when you at least do that much, then you can kind of build more.
0: Well, I think the thing, too, is it's not always just about getting into a romantic relationship. The The flirting, quote unquote, can also just be it's, it's mostly about like getting comfortable with people, you know, mm-hmm. like the smiling, the complimenting, even the, you know, touching the hand or mm-hmm. it's, I feel like it's the same thing we do to different degrees Mm -hmm. again, when we're making friends, you know, you get comfortable at a certain point when you get comfortable enough to joke with somebody, when you get comfortable enough to hug them, when you see them instead of just saying hi and waving. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, you know, it's, it's all like within the same realm. Mm -hmm. Um, It's really just about the little things that will get you comfortable in that person's space. So should we um, attempt this one more time with the flirting?
1: We could because I'm going to DC mm-hmm. so for work. So I feel like if I do this, nobody knows me. So I could totally <laughs> like fail and not be mortified because I could just come back and nobody know. You know, nobody and, would never know who the hell I am.
0: And hopefully, I'll get out of my house this week and I'll see at least one person that I was at the park, but I was just like not about that life. Yeah, you're like, do I want to touch this person? Probably No. I don't, I don't want to okay. touch him either. I want, I want to touch that dog. Yeah does, does, yeah. does it count if I flirted with the dog? Because he liked me. No! I don't know what kind of show you think this is, but we're not doing that. Fine. We'll do flirting one more time and see if we could get this right this time.
1: Okay. All right. We got to do this. All right. So, any uh, closing statements?
0: Touching, smiling, complimenting. What? Good job. Uh, Follow us on Instagram at relate to me pod or email us at relatepod at gmail.com. Hope you guys enjoyed. We will talk to you later and hopefully have some great flirting stories for you or maybe not. Yeah. There.